Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about four strategies for running injury recovery when you've got an overtraining injury. Now, before we get started in this episode, if you're confused and you're not sure exactly what's wrong with you or what you can do, I actually did something recently. It was a presentation that we had called 12 Steps to Rapid Recovery from Running Injuries. And so this was a live presentation where I went through in order what I actually do with every single person who calls me for a consultation. So this is worth listening to. So it's only up for a limited time. We're going to have some replays available. I think I did live, but if you got the invitation, you missed it, I'm sorry, but we do have some replays available because I got lots of emails afterwards asking for it for the people that actually couldn't show up for one reason or another. So we will have those available. If you want to get it, you can go to docontherun.com slash 12 steps, and you should be able to access it there if it's still live whenever you're listening to this. That's one thing that might be really useful for you if you are confused. So let's cue up the theme song, and then we'll get right into the episode. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. All right, now, no matter what kind of injury you got, whether it was a stress fracture, perineal tendonitis, Achilles tendonitis, plantar fasciitis, or whatever, if you got an overtraining injury, you need to really think about the strategy that you're using right now. I'm not talking about what you've been using. I'm talking about what you're really doing right now because that is the only thing you can change. Now, all day long, I talk to injured runners, and I help them figure out what they could be doing differently so they could get back to running as quickly as possible. And most of what they're doing is wrong based on what they learned in training. So I'm betting that if you really listen to this and you think about the strategies that you might really be using right now, and then you think about what you know about training, you might be doing some stuff that you wouldn't do if you were just in training instead of trying to recover from an overtraining injury. The first thing you have to realize is that this is that you've got four different things that you can do as approaches when you get injured. The first one is ignore the injury. Now this is what we mostly do as runners when we first get injured, and that's not a criticism, it's just reality. You know, you're out running, you're training, you're ramping up for an event like a marathon or an Ironman triathlon or something, and then what happens is you start noticing some weird ache and pain in your foot. Well, you notice it a little bit, but after your run, it doesn't really bother you. The next day, maybe it bothers you, but it's not killing you. You go for a bike ride, it feels okay. And then you keep training, maybe a little bit slower, maybe a little bit easier, but the injury starts to kind of become more frequent, a little more pronounced, and then you, after a period of ignoring it, you start to realize you need help. Maybe that's why you're watching this video. Maybe that's why you went to see a doctor. Maybe that's why you asked one of your running buddies about it. But whatever the case is, if you ignore it, you're not gonna make it better. But that's what most runners do initially. Now, if you're doing that right now, you need to stop and pay attention and figure out what it really is and figure out how to maintain your fitness so you don't obliterate all your running fitness slowly over time as you ignore that injury. A second strategy is to stop hurting the injury. Now, this is when you get an injury and you post something on Facebook and all of the people in the forum say, well, just take three days off. Just stop hurting it. Just don't do anything right now. Or you just skip one of the runs on your calendar. And that's a reasonable strategy. And sometimes by just 
if you, if you just stop hurting the injury for a couple of days, it'll actually start to resolve. But that's usually only for the very early stages of something like a stress reaction or some really mild tendon issue. The third strategy is to protect the injury. Now this is what most doctors do. You go see the doctor, they poke around on your foot, they take an x-ray, they say, well, I don't see a stress fracture, but I think you have a stress fracture. There's another crack on your x-ray, but why don't you come back in a month and we'll take another x-ray and see if you have a stress fracture. But in the meantime, don't do anything. No running, no this, no that, no pushing, pulling, jumping. They give you a whole list of things you can't do so that you can protect the injury. Maybe they even give you a fracture walking boot to protect the injury. And yet you have the injury protected, it's gonna be a lot less likely to actually make it worse because you're gonna stress that tissue a whole lot less. But that's just one strategy. Now the athletes who call me, who actually show up for the runner to aid station, who, who actually have done the stuff in one of the self-diagnosis and self-treatment courses, the people who actually call me for consultations, they are people that do something different in general. And the thing they do different is that instead of picking one of those three strategies, they pick what is the most effective strategy strategy and that is strengthen everything else. Now when you have the injury, the injury is going to heal. You can sit still, you can wait for it to heal, or you can do some stuff to speed up that process. We know that if you have good nutrition, good sleep, good hydration, if you're actually protecting it, if you're offloading it, you're removing the stress and strain from that piece of injured tissue, you will heal faster because you're doing everything you can to feed the healing process the same way you would feed your body for tissue repair after your hard workouts when you're training. But you need to strengthen everything. So if instead of just sitting still and letting your running fitness just wither away, you're actually training to maintain your running fitness in a way that you know you can do safely that is not gonna stress and strain that piece of injured tissue and make it worse, you're still doing all the other strategies except for ignoring it. You're basically really protecting it. You're really not hurting the injury anymore and you're trying to let that bone or that tendon or that ligament or whatever strengthen itself and repair itself as you feed that process and simultaneously strengthen everything else around it that will support and protect that injured part. That is the most effective strategy for sure. So if you wanna learn more about that, you need to go to check out the 12 steps. You can go to docontherun slash 12 steps. It's just a deep dive where I walk you through all of this stuff that I do with injured runners when they have an injury and they're trying to figure out, well, what do I do? First, second, third, what do I do next? What do I do next? What do I do to get back to running as quickly as possible? Well, the process I would use with you on a consultation call is in the 12 steps presentation. I'll show you exactly what I do. But you gotta realize that the majority of runners are really choosing one of these strategies. Either you were told by one of your friends, you were told by some doctor, or you've just on your own decided that you're either gonna ignore it or you're gonna kinda of stop doing some stuff or you're gonna protect it. But instead of that, that's not what you would do in training. You wouldn't just go out and avoid things in training. You would look for things to do in training. So you need to do that now. So try to find the things that can strengthen and protect you all at the same time and do everything that you know how to do in training and apply that to recovery right now and you'll get back to running as quickly as possible. So go to docontherun.com slash 12 steps and I'll see you in the training there.